church how are we doing tonight uh feel free to give our online audience a welcome we're glad you're here uh this is my night off for Area 51 so i get to come over here and hang out so i'm glad i'm excited to be here uh, i'm going to start off with the announcements tonight so uh we've got outdoor movie nights that's every friday night in july i believe there's one more july friday left in this year uh the events start at eight I think Space Jam is next, so it's going to be awesome. I think there's going to be a food truck as well, so come hungry. It's the rescuers. Okay, the bulletin is wrong, then. Don't go by the bulletin, because that's where I check that. <laughs> Fact checkers just got me right there. Uh, all right, next announcement, announcement is Train Bible College. Enrollment's now open. Um, if you're thinking about going, just do it. Um, it's really good. I went three years. Uh, you'll be blessed more than you can imagine. Um, and I'm a product. I can say that for sure. You're just going to catch things there that you're probably not going to catch in your own time. I, I would say with confidence. So go ahead and sign up for that. I believe it's on Mondays and Tuesdays still. Um, but if you need any more information about that, you can see Jesse Lindley. He's the bearded guy who loves Adidas. Um, he'll be out there in the comments, and there's a table set up with information that you can get there. Um, train back to school to supply drive is going on now through this Sunday. So Pastor Matthew and the train kids are going with that. They are doing a school drive. So if you want to bring some supplies for that, there's a drop box up there that you can do that up to this Sunday. And they're going to gather it up and distribute that out. Um, we've got the Midnight Revival in India coming up on August 4th. That's going to be 10 p.m. here to 1 a.m. I uh, looked that up. That's because they are 10 and a half hours ahead of us. So I actually learned that they're right between a couple of the meridians. So being smart, they chose to be GMT plus five and a half hours, which I wish we would do and get rid of daylight savings. But uh, um, it's going to be pretty neat. I just found out they're going to be broadcasted on the screen. So you can actually see them, and it would be actually pretty interactive. So um, nice experience there. That's August 4th. Uh, next announcement here. Oh, and before that, uh, we've got uh, flyers that you can hand out. They're out there. We've got men's breakfast coming up August 12th, 9 a.m. That'll be at the LC camp. Uh, we're going to have a special speaker, uh, Steve Reed. Uh, there's going to be biscuits, gravy, eggs, and bacon. It's it's 12 bucks, um, but what you're going to get out of it is more. You're going to get spiritual food. Um, uh Men's breakfast is a special thing to me. I got baptized in the Holy Ghost there. So you ought to go if you're free or make yourself free. <laughs> and then we've got a master class. So this is out there now in the foyer. You can pick this up. 
Jesus in the Old Testament. Um, and then now I'm going to transition to offering. And so uh, they're receiving right now money for anyone who wants to sow into the Philippines mission. That's uh, Bob's trip up there. That is going to happen on August 31st. So if you feel led to give that, go ahead and do that. Uh, it's going to be good ground. And then uh, we have uh, the ways to give online at lake-church.com, of course. Um, we've got the envelopes, the classic way I've heard is what people have been calling it. Um, old-fashioned. Uh, text to give. Uh, info's on seatbacks for what the text to give is. And then also in the Church Center app, you could do that. And you ought to get the Church Center app. It's got a lot of good information that... Um, we don't have the time to really share up here. So it's more blessed to give than receive. Amen. All right. So uh, that's what I've got. So uh, we we do bucket in the back of here. Okay. Awesome. So I'll introduce Pastor Greg. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. How many have been enjoying the Holy Spirit experience? Amen. Hallelujah. Well, I have some great news. Something that uh, I've been dealing with now for close to seven years. And uh, in 2016, I was diagnosed with congestive heart failure with with only 14% of my heart being able to pump and provide blood throughout my body. I went through a period of about two and a half years in which I had, you know, I just believed God and, and uh, was off medicine and stuff like that. And uh, went for about two and a half years and then got hit about 2018, and it was down to 17%. Uh, the highest that I would get in between that time when they would do an echocardiogram was 39-40%. And, uh, and they always told me that uh, if it didn't work the first time, that they can never get me back up above what I was. And, um, so in 2020, I had a stroke because of weak heart and, um, I was down to 14% or uh, 17% at that time. And, uh, back at the last quarter of the last year, I had another echocardiogram and they told me it was 20%. I talked to Marvin about that and we prayed and, and believed God and, and so we endeavored to just continue to believe God, 20%, which is basically they're saying they set me down and they talked about heart transplant. They talked about a heart pump. Okay. I mean, it was probably one of the most awful visits to the doctor that I had ever had. And uh, so it was 20, you know, at 20%. And it hadn't changed in a year. And uh, And so... Man, we, we we were standing in faith. We were believing God, confessing the word, praying in the spirit, doing all that we needed to do. Never faltered. I never one time ever succumbed to saying, oh, this is not going to happen. Amen. I just held fast to my profession of faith. Even when it looked bad, even when it looked like it wasn't going to happen, I called my kids. I called a few of the elders, and I said, listen, I've got 20%, you know, they're telling me, you know, I'm critical in the sense that at any time my heart could get unstable and I could have a heart attack. 
So I just began to endeavor and began to to pray and began to seek the, the word of the Lord and things of that nature and do what I was doing. And so I had a um, echocardiogram this past Thursday. And um, it went from 20% to 56%. Hallelujah. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. And that that's normal. That's normal. That means I've got a normal heart. Hallelujah. Praise God. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. God is good. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. Praise God. Amen. You know, many of you watched as I wore a um, defibrillator. I preached with a defibrillator wrapped around me. How many remember that? That was when we were at like 17%, you know. Uh, Was it scary? Yeah. Would I wish it on anybody? No. I would never wish what I went through on anybody. But I will tell you this. God made it sweet. Every single day he was there. And uh, regardless of whether I got the bad report or whatever, he was there. And he made it sweet. And he did, it was not a bitter experience. It was not a bitter experience. He brought joy in the midst of that darkness, in the midst of that pain. His light was there. His word encouraged me. Many of you were praying for me. And I'm over. I'm in manifestation. I'm not in faith anymore. My faith has been made sight. And I'm grateful for it. And I'm grateful. You know, we had our sons of the house and our watchman meeting and and I said, man, I'm going in. Would you agree with me? I don't need you to believe for me because I believe. I've already got it. But would you agree? And they all laid hands and they began to pray and, and just agree with me. And praise God. Amen. I'm standing here a healed and whole man. Hallelujah. And it's by the power of God. I'm telling you, can I just say just one more thing? When I first got diagnosed with this, I, went, I, I became a runner. I know you can't believe that, but I actually became a runner. I actually was running every day, and I lost a bunch of weight, and I was exercising. But guess what? I never got past 40%. I'm, I'm just telling you the truth, guys. Anything I did in the natural did not work. I I stopped eating certain things, stopped drinking certain things, didn't work. It's when I said, phooey on this, I'm not going to do this anymore. I'm just going to get in that Bible, and I'm going to believe the Word of God. I'm going to let the Holy Spirit quicken my heart. And He did. Amen? And when we get stuff out of our hands, trying to work it, and we just let Him do be God... Praise God. I tell you, I'm preaching to someone here tonight. You just let him do it. He'll take you where you need to go. And, I, you know, there were two years, two years, guys, that I walked. I have the numbers. Five miles a day, every day. That's a lot of walking. 
Still never got over 40%. And that's what they told me to do. Oh, you need to exercise. You need to eat right. To get, cut down on your salt. I eat what I want. I do what I Come on now. I'm not a slave. I said, I'm not a slave, and I'm not going to be a slave. Sickness is oppressive, and it seeks to control your life as a pharaoh. And, you know, we just got to we just gotta say, no more. I'm not a slave. Jesus has made me the Lord's free man, and that's what I'm going to be. And I know what he did for me. It's not because I'm a preacher. It's not because I'm a pastor. It's because I am born of him, and I took his word for what it said, and I allowed the Holy Spirit to work in my life. And that's what we're learning this week and this, this month. Amen? Hallelujah. So we're, I, I'm just going to brag about it every time I get up. I'm going to tell you that I'm the Lord's free man, and he gave me a brand new heart. And I saw that. I saw that. I, my heart's not diseased. She said, she said this. She said, all your valves are perfect. She said, all everything that's in part of your heart is absolutely perfect. I went to my medical, my MD. He did my blood. He said, man, the Lord is blessed. This is a doctor. The Lord is blessing you, brother. That's what he said. He said, all your numbers are perfect. Amen. And that is the work of God. You know, Jesus said something very interesting. I don't want to take much more time, but I'm just excited. Jesus said the work of God is to believe. Amen. Amen. And we need to be about working. Believing on the Lord Jesus Christ. Amen. Let's give Marvin Yoder a big hand as he comes up. And One, two. There we are. I just waited for it, brother. <laughs> Hallelujah. Isn't God good? I'll tell you what. I'm excited. I remember the conversation. And I remember, you know, we believed and we, you know, and uh, of course, lots of you also did and everything. So, I remember that, and so to hear the rest of the story now is absolutely phenomenal. This is our God. This is the God of the Bible. It is the God of Israel, but it's also the God of the church today. Amen. Throughout the Bible, we see him doing things like that, and it's just amazing um, what God will do. Now, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to tell you something. Um, <clears throat> I want to thank God, first of all, for the opportunity to be here and, and to be here every Wednesday night like this. And, and it's just a phenomenal experience for me to be here with you and, and see your faces. And we laugh together and we believe together and we receive together. Amen. And that's a wonderful experience. And so uh, I said that to say, thank God for the right kind of church. 
Norval Hayes years ago said this about his mother. He said that she had a heart attack and died down at the Baptist church. He said, you cannot get healed down at the Baptist church. And I'm thinking, how come? He said, because they don't believe in healing. Now, there's some places you can't, they won't support you endeavoring to get healed by the power of God. They'll support you going to the doctor, but they won't support you trusting God for healing. And, and, uh, uh, so it pays to be in the right kind of church. Hallelujah. And I'm glad I'm here. Amen. Praise the Lord. Well, we, since I last saw you, we were in Missouri. We were at the Lake of the Ozarks. Praise the Lord. I didn't get any time on the lake. I got there on a Friday, and in an hour, I was in a meeting. And I'm speaking, and, and we had a minister's meeting on Friday night, and, and just God showed up and, and, and just blessed a bunch of those ministers, encouraged them and everything. And how many of you believe our ministers ought to be encouraged? Amen. And the word of the Lord came forth for several of them. And, and, so, and then Saturday morning we did leadership staff sessions, two of them. And then Saturday night and Sunday morning, we did uh, uh, just services following the Holy Spirit. And we saw God do phenomenal things. We saw, and uh, I mean, we're talking a whole row of people that just totally got soaked in the, in, in the, in the baptism, refilled, uh, soaked in the presence of God. I mean, it was amazing. The word of the Lord came forth to me at one point. I said, there's somebody here. I said, you have something very wrong. You're very concerned about it. You have not told anybody about it. You have not gone to your doctor about it, but you are very concerned about it. I said, I'm to pray for you. And so here comes several people came, but this one lady, I knew this was the the one I was talking about. And you know, if you're not sure on a word like that uh, to get in on it, is this me? Should I go forward or not? Just get in on it. Just get in on it. I'm telling you, spilled over blessings better than nothing. Isn't that right? <laughs> and so uh, God really blessed the others and and they reported things changing, but and, but it was not... Uh, as dramatic as what this lady spent a lot of time on the floor that that we prayed for. She spent the power of God just got on her, and she just I mean she was on the floor for a while, and 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 so uh, when she got up, I kind of minister I ministered to other people and went on, but I'm watching her. When she got up, I said, "You go to." She said. She I asked her when I prayed for. Her, I said, "What is wrong?" And she said, "I've got." This is real, this is funny uh, to me, but maybe not to you. She said, I got lumps where they're not supposed to be. <laughs> and I didn't, you know, I didn't ask anything, anything more. We just began to pray and believe God. And, and so uh, when, uh, when she got up, I said, go to the restroom and, and see what's, uh, I want you to go check and see what the Lord has done. 
And, and uh, I don't know, I went on ministering to other people. In about five minutes, she came back and she said, it's gone. I said, what's gone? She said, I had a growth four inches, four inches around, and it was growing bigger and bigger and bigger right here on her back, right here. And she said it was painful. It was uh, uh, a lot of discomfort, and it was growing. She said, I didn't know what to do with it. Other than that, she said, I was doing my best to believe God. She said, it's all gone. It is all gone. Totally gone. I thought, wow, isn't that amazing? Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. We tried to get her testimony. Uh, some brother tried to get the vi- video of her on a test. She was too ecstatic and too wild and too, too enthusiastic to settle down and give us a testimony. <laughs> she was amazing. Well, wouldn't you be? I mean, praise the Lord. Amen. And so then the next morning we were uh, just, uh, you know, I just sensed a... Um, since the presence of God, we begin at the end of the message there, and and so we began to minister to people. I, I didn't lay hands on people or anything. We just began to let the Lord minister to people, and so there was this big old big old guy and had a pair of coveralls on, and he's probably another two foot higher than I am. Seemed like it anyway. Just a big guy, you know. And and he sat right behind me, and and uh, so anyway, uh, uh, suddenly he got real excited, and I so I, I, and he got my attention. I said, "What happened?" He said, "Look at this! Look at this! Look at this!" And he said, "He said for over a year, he said this shoulder has not worked right." Matter of fact, it was so bad, and it got so so bad. He said, I told my wife, and she's a surgeon in Jefferson City, Missouri, you know. And he said, I get me an appointment to get this fixed. And so they were getting ready to do that. And right in the middle of, of, of ministry time, of just all of that, and just worshiping God, suddenly... This arm all went. He said, look at this. I haven't been able to do that in a long time. I looked at his wife to see what she was doing, and she's just smiling. She just, she's a real quiet person, and she's just smiling, and she's just thanking God, you know, and everything. Thank God for that. Amen. So we just saw God do a number of other things as well. But, you know, God is, God is doing good things. He's pouring out his spirit upon all people. Praise the Lord, including us. Amen. amen. Somebody somebody lift a hand up and say, including me. Amen. Praise the Lord. Yes, yes, amen. amen. Including me. Hallelujah. I am not about to be left out. <laughs> amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Well. Uh, we are getting ready to go. We'll be leaving for Brazil tomorrow. Praise the Lord for two weeks. So we're thanking God for God doing good things. I want to uh, ask you to keep us in prayer as we go. We have several opportunities to minister in some large venues. And so uh, so we're uh, looking forward to that. And we're just believing everywhere we go that uh, Paul, you know, talked about, he said his deliverance came from the prayers 
of, of, the, of the people, the Philippians, and the supply, their supply of the Spirit. And so uh, we are believing that as we go, that our supply of the Spirit will be, uh, uh, first of all, sufficient. Amen. But, but we want to be able to uh, give of our supply of the Spirit wherever we go. And so we're not waiting just for a service. We know we have divine appointments happening. And so let's believe God. I, I just ask you to believe God with me, together with me, for divine appointments. Amen. Amen. And so thank God for that. I want to share briefly with you tonight uh, about crossing the threshold into the supernatural. You know, you can be in the nat- you can operate in the natural. Brother Greg talked about operating in the natural, and it didn't do any good. Do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But he had to get over into the supernatural in order to get what he needed. Yes. And you know, it's interesting that we can, we can. I'm, I, I don't recommend that you disregard the natural. You know, that would be that would not be wise. You wouldn't disregard the natural and then not obey traffic laws, would you? You know what I'm saying? Traffic laws are there for our safety. And so, we, you know, you would just walk out in the street regardless of whether traffic's coming. You wouldn't do that. You would, you would, uh, you would in the natural, you would watch where you're going. If you come to the edge of a cliff, you're not going to just say, well, I don't, I don't care about that. I'm just going to walk wherever I want to and walk over the edge. Well, you know what's going to happen. You know, you're going to go down. The natural, there is things in the natural like that. But, but we're, not, we're, we're saying this, that, that we, do, we do what we need to do in the natural, but there is a realm of the supernatural that we can also tap into. Isn't that right? And God has ordained the church. Come on now. God has ordained the church to, to, to operate, tap into, and made a way for the church to tap into the supernatural power of God. Amen. There ought to be something supernatural about the church. Hallelujah. And so, why is that? Well, there are a lot of hurting, dying people, confused people out there with problems that they don't know how to fix um, and so, so we need help from God. We need the Holy Spirit to help us. Amen. And so, I, uh, I turn with me to Mark chapter sixteen. I'm gonna, I'm gonna. That's a beginning place. We'll see where we go from there. I'm kind of got tonight. I've got a, I've got some really nice notes, color, color coded. You know, certain things, there's one color, certain things are another color, and I can just move right along, and it helps my eyesight to just stay on the track. But I, I, it, 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 spiritually speaking, I have a starting point, and we'll see where we end up tonight. Amen. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Mark chapter 16, and I'm going to begin reading with verse 15 through 20, uh, and we'll read down through 20. And he said... Jesus said to them, go into all the world and preach the gospel to every 
creature. He who believes and is baptized will be saved. He who does not believe will be condemned. And these signs will follow those who, what did it, what did it say? Believe. believe. Amen. Underline the word believe right there. In my name, they will cast out demons. They will speak with new tongues. They will take up serpents, and if they drink anything deadly, it will by no means hurt them. They will lay hands on the sick, and they will recover. And they went out, verse, actually verse 20, skip down to verse 20, and they went out and preached everywhere, the Lord working with them and confirming the word through the accompanying signs, or as King James says, the Lord confirmed the word with signs following. Amen. Amen. And so I call this the charismatic, spirit-filled version of the Great Commission. (laughs) Hallelujah. Uh, There are some other, uh, uh, some some Christians that go to places where they don't really believe in, in, in the supernatural, they're rather slow to embrace these verses. Matter of fact, in some of your versions, uh, some versions of the Bible, at verse 8, it says the following verses are not in the earliest or most reliable manuscripts. And so I'm going to just, um, uh, you know, it's unfortunate that that's in there. But have you ever wondered why they said that? Have you ever wondered if that was really true? In other words, verses 9 through 20, verses 9 through 20 are now in question. And, and so, so I began to do some research because I had a particular experience based on these verses. And I thought to myself... Okay, can we use these verses? Can we put our faith in these verses? Can we believe to do what Jesus supposedly said? And so one of the things that I did is I went back to verse 8. And I saw, saw, okay, if that's true, then the gospel ends right there. And verse 8. And so they went out quickly and fled from the tomb, for they trembled and were amazed, and they said nothing to anyone, for they were afraid. End of the gospel. It does not sound, if you compare the gospels, it does not, it does not, it's not consistent with the ending of the other gospels. At all. Matter of fact, matter of fact, it is actually, uh, actually very, very contradicting of what Jesus told them to do in the other Gospels. And so I knew then that there had to be something more than that. Well, then you have several translations that also offer a different ending, an alternative ending to the gospel of Mark. They figured out that maybe the verse, you know, verse 8 is not the best ending. And so that there's some alternative verses that, that are offered. 
Now, I have to tell you that I'm amazed at how hard some people worked to not believe the Word. <laughs> it's just more simple to believe the Word, isn't it? Come on now. So I, I did some research, and I found this out. I found out that there are, from one source, that there are an estimated amount of about 4,200 Greek manuscripts in existence of the New Testament, and, and at least 680 of them have the Gospel of Mark in them. In other words, those manuscripts, those 4,200 manuscripts, are not entire New Testaments. uh, The canon of New Testament. They don't have all the New Testament books in them. Uh, Of the 4,200, there's 680 that actually have the Gospel of Mark in them. And there are only two of these 680 that don't have these verses. And, And so... In, in, in one of those two versions, uh, manuscripts, there is a, a space left blank right where those verses would have fit. Apparently, for them, they just never got written in there. In other words, somebody didn't finish their job. How many of you? Uh, I've got a, a, a book. Well, I, uh, listen, I've got a book. That's the Carpenter Translation. Anybody ever heard of it? Carpenter translation of, of Paul's writings. Well, he was a soldier in World War I, and he was, he was a Greek, uh, you know, he was able to, to, to read the Greek and know all that, and it was an amazing translation that he was put together. And he had written, he was somewhere in, that, in the process of that, and he was doing that while he was in the trenches, you know, when he had an opportunity. And he got killed. His version is unfinished. So I don't know what happened here, but one of those ver- one of those manuscripts does not has a space for those verses for whatever reason. Now you, the other this is, gets really interesting. The other manuscript that does not have these verses also have omitted. Genesis chapter 1, uh, chapter 1 through chapter 46, Psalms 105 through 137, Hebrews chapter 9, verse 14, and Hebrews chapter 13, verse 25, 1 and 2 Timothy, Titus, Philemon, and Revelations. And so here's what I, here's what I, my conclusion. My conclusion is that Whoever wrote that sentence after verse 8 expressed their biased opinion about those verses. In, in other words, they did not embrace those verses because it did not, I don't know if it didn't, you know, for whatever reason, they didn't fit within their church tradition or doctrine or for whatever reason. And so... Um, I personally happen to believe very strongly in these verses. In December of 1978, we, uh, we ha- I had an experience with the, with the Lord where he appeared to me in a vision, called me to preach, pointed a finger at me, and said, I've called you to preach the gospel. Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And I went 
and read my Bible after that, and I found Mark chapter 16, verse 15, where it says, Go into all the world and preach the gospel to every creature. And I thought to myself, isn't it too bad that Jesus didn't know those verses were, weren't, uh, weren't real? But the truth is, they are real. The truth is, they're inspired of God. The truth is, the, the challenge is not to discredit them, but to learn to, to, to walk in the light of them, to expect those kinds of things to be, uh, to, to happen. He says here, I mean, the preaching of the gospel is still, is still, uh, should still go forth. Isn't that right? People should still get saved. Isn't that right? And so we, we're in agreement on that. And then he says, and these signs, these indicators, these proofs uh, will uh, follow those who believe, those who, those who actually embrace these scriptures. Actually, verses 9 through up through verse 14, you find if you read it where Jesus uh, really got after the disciples for their unbelief. And, and, and the context is he's switching from telling them and getting after them about their unbelief, and now he's telling them what happens when you do believe. So, you know, and so uh, he says, he says, these signs will follow those who believe. In my name, they will cast out demons. Well, you know, right there, you you have a lot of, you have a number of of churches that that really are concerned about any, any idea of, of of the devil showing up. I asked when I was growing up. I asked. We I read in Sunday school in the Gospels where Jesus dealt with some demons, and so I asked my my super curious a curious mind went into gear, and so I raised my hand and I said. Does, are there still any demons here today? And the answer came back. Perhaps in some uncivilized countries. Now I look back on that and guess who was in, inspired that person to answer that way? I'm sure the, the enemy is a master at hiding behind doctrine, uh, behind church creeds, behind traditions, behind uh, people and circumstances and things of that nature. He wants us to operate in the natural because if you ever get over into the supernatural, you know that you have something that he cannot resist. He can. He must give way. He has to step back. He must uh, take what he has and get away from those who believe in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory to God. I remember I was in Eastern Europe. And that afternoon, we were getting ready to preach. And that afternoon, uh, that evening we were preaching in a meeting. And, and that afternoon, the Lord told me, he said, teach the people what to do with demons. I thought, oh, that'll be an interesting subject tonight. 
And so that night, I'm standing at the back there, started the praise and the worship and things of that nature. And, and so suddenly, this young lady right there in front of me, I'm standing in the back, she's toward the back. Suddenly, she went into some kind of, it looked like in one sense in the natural, a seizure of some kind. And, and so forth. But as she laid on the floor, suddenly out of my spirit, I said, that is a demon. Now you understand that not every, every, uh, every kind of, of manifestation like that is automatically a demon. You know, sometimes it's a medical condition of some kind. But the enemy, you need to know this, that the enemy loves to take advantage of people even with medical conditions. And he wants to take that and uh, and and uh, to an even to a greater level of of torment. Well, the late uh, so I just spoke up and I said, "In the name of Jesus, I command that devil to come out of her." And the people around me heard me, and they said, "Oh, it's okay. She does that every time we the worship starts up." I thought, "Oh, well, there there's my confirmation. You understand." And so I just spoke to it again, and instantly, almost instantly, it stopped. And she went into a, a, a total, I mean, you had to look close, I mean, just hold, held very still, just, just laid there. And it looked like she was dead. You had to look close to see if she was breathing. And so I, uh, so I, I, I watched that a little bit, and suddenly, thank God for the Holy Ghost down inside. Suddenly, out of my spirit, I said, you, you, you're not gone. You're just hiding right now in the name. I told you to leave in Jesus' name. You know what happened? Her, her right leg started going around like this. I said, stop that in the name of Jesus. So it stopped. I'm speaking English to, this is in the Czech Republic. Okay? I'm speaking English to, it stops. The eyes opened up. Her eyes opened up, a little slits. I said, leave in the name of Jesus. And she went, Argh. I said, leave in the name of Jesus. Well, then, by that time, it was time for me to preach. And so the guy that I was with me, he's, a, he's one of those competition weightlifters. Good to have along. And, and, and so I said, stand there and say Jesus uh, just every once in a while. I said, in Jesus' name, uh, you have to be gone. And I went there and began to preach. I preached on how, what to do with demons. Same thing Jesus did. Amen? Talking about crossing over into the supernatural. You cannot deal with demons in the natural. You really can't. Afterwards, here they come, and they bring this girl, this young lady, up to me, and she's as normal as anybody else. I looked at my, my, the guy I was, uh, that was with me. I said, what happened? And he said, he said, in the middle of your preaching, it left. It's all gone. So I turned and I spoke to the lady and she said, I don't understand. But, I, but, what, but, but, but when that demon was there, that demon could understand English. You know what I'm saying? And so we used an interpreter. And we found out that when she was a little girl... That she 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 did not do something in school right, and the teacher got mad and took the big textbook and whammed her over the head with it. 
and it caused an injury, and she began to have some uh, some uh, epileptic type of, of 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 experiences. And then after that, she said it got worse, and 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 and, and so the enemy came in and a weakness of the mind. And uh, wasn't able to function and began to torment her. And she she wrote me a letter a year later and said, I have not had any more of those type of manifestations. Hallelujah. He says here, one of the signs... Of those that believe is they, they learn how to deal with the devil. The Bible, James said it this way, resist the devil and he will flee from you. Isn't that right? And so how many, how many brave uh, believers do we have in here that would say, I declare that I resist the devil in the name of Jesus. I will not run from him in Jesus' name. He will run from me. Amen. Actually, if you really knew how things are in the realm of the Spirit, you would see that the devil is intensely afraid of those who believe the Word. Intensely afraid. Go on here. And he said, they will speak with new tongues. Now, if there's one thing that, that, that seems to be controversial amongst Christianity... And I sometimes call it the great divide, uh, where people are divided on that particular subject. I can remember when I didn't believe in that. Matter of fact, my curious mind, I heard about that, so I asked the question. I said, uh, uh, what about, what is that about, what's that, what is that speaking in tongues? And they told me, oh, that's of the devil. That's all I knew for all the years I grew up. But I got into a group of believers. Hey, listen to me. And I heard them speaking in tongues. I thought, I don't know what that is. And the the lady that did it was pretty far away from me. And I thought, it doesn't help me. And it doesn't, it's not hurting me either. But if she gets any closer, I think I can outrun her. That was my first experience with somebody speaking in tongues. I didn't know what to do with it. But I remembered in the, in the church I grew up in, they told me it was of the devil. So I, I thought, I didn't much believe anything they told me because I found out so much of the stuff that said was really not in the Bible. I wondered at that point then, uh, uh, if... If it's really of the devil. So I left it alone. I kicked my, I put myself in neutral on that one. Amen. If we really don't understand something so many times, let's just keep seeking the Lord and stay open. Amen. Well, it wasn't long. I started hanging around some of these people and they kept speaking, talking about speaking in tongues. And I began to see these were the kind of people that, that had joy all the time. They were happy all the time. They were ready to speak in tongues all the time. And they began to tell me how good it was and everything. And, and, uh, and so I just kept watching that for a couple months. And so finally, I, I decided, I'm gonna, I want to speak with new tongues. And this was one of the verses that helped persuade me that I should speak in tongues. Amen. 
says, the signs of the believers, though they will speak with, uh, with, with tongues. Now, can you be a believer without speaking in tongues? That's a major question today. Can you be filled with the Spirit without speaking in tongues? Well, number one, yes, you can be saved and still not speak in tongues. We have a lot of people that are our brothers and sisters in Christ that, that, that do not speak in other tongues. In their church, they don't embrace that. And so that's just something that they've really, many of them just have simply not been taught. And so consequently, if you're not taught, you know, it's hard to walk in that. And so anyway, so, so they have... Uh, so they have not. So anyway, I, I just, I just know, I just know this though, that if you want everything God has for you, there'll come a point in time when this, when this, this becomes, you'll be confronted with this. This is part of it. Being baptized with the Holy Spirit over the years, some of the churches have called it, uh, you know, different names, the baptism of the Holy Spirit, different names. And so a second work of grace or something, you know, uh, actually some, some churches call it the baptism of the Holy Spirit, a, a, a sanctification, you know, and so whatever. But here's the issue, my friend. Uh, can you be baptized with the Holy Spirit and not speak in other tongues? That's a big question today. Well, I'd just like to go with the Bible. And I, I can just tell you that, uh, that, that uh, the record is pretty clear on what people did in the book of Acts. Amen. And that is when they got filled with the Spirit, speaking in tongues was not uncommon at all. As a matter of fact, it was seemingly the normal part of it. It seemed like baptism with the Holy Spirit and speaking in tongues went together. Isn't that right? And so, 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 uh, so, um, I just want to follow the Bible. I don't even want to know, try to figure out whether I can be filled with the Spirit and not speak in tongues. Because speaking in tongues is really extremely beneficial for us. Amen. And then in verse 18, he goes into this. He says, they will take up serpents. That doesn't mean that you and I are going to go out and start hunting rattlesnakes and see who can handle the biggest one without getting bit or anything like that. It's, it's, it's the only record of someone uh, dealing with a snake in the New Testament is Paul uh, uh, on, the, on that island, you know, where he, where he landed when they were shipwrecked and he was gathering firewood and there was a snake came out and, and bit him. And the natives began to watch him closely because it was the kind of snake that's extremely deadly and it, you're going to die. If you get bit, like, you're going to die. They're gonna, they said he's probably a murderer trying to escape. And, and so the gods have caught up with him and dealt judgment to him. And so they waited and watched, and Paul went about his business. He shook it off and went on his way. I can tell you that's not the way you normally deal with snake bites. And so pretty soon the people watched. He didn't die. And so they changed their mind, and they said he must be a god. 
Isn't that interesting how fast people can change their mind? But anyway, so this Paul didn't do that on purpose. He didn't think, okay, I'm going to go over here and see if there's a snake here. Hopefully it'll bite me, but I'm going to believe God. I got enough faith to just keep on going, but it'll cause a revival. (laughs) He did not plan that out. He did not plan that out, my friend. And so, you know, uh, I don't recommend that you plan out your snake bite experiences. You understand what I mean? Uh, uh, uh. But if you happen to get bit accidentally, you know what I'm saying? And then it says, and if they drink anything deadly. Has anybody ever drank anything deadly? Now, wait, you don't know. You don't know for sure because you don't know what all's in the water. <laughs> Isn't that right? So anyway, you got to, you, you see, you got to understand, thank God we're believers. We believe the word of God, that our food and drink is sanctified and safe to eat and drink. Amen. Amen. Praise the Lord. Come on now. And so he says, here's an amazing statement. It will by no means hurt them. Not going to hurt me. Just like it didn't hurt Paul. Isn't that amazing? And then it says, and I've been, I've been overseas some places where they set something in front of me. I couldn't tell what it was. I said, in the name of Jesus, I thank God. It's sanctified and blessed in the name of Jesus. And we believe I have grace to eat it in Jesus' name. And I ate it in Jesus' name. And it did not hurt me. Normally, if I'd ate that kind of thing, and, and even just the dish that they prepared, that kind of dish, it would have sent me to the bathroom quickly. But I didn't even have to do that. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. And then lastly, it says they will lay hands on the sick and they will recover. Hallelujah. Look at, uh, if you're a believer, look at your hands. Just take a look at them. Just look at them. Those aren't, look at them. They're not ordinary hands. They're anointed hands. There are hands through which the Holy Spirit flows. Hands through which the power of God is, 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 is imparted to the sick and they do recover. It is, that, it is that laying on of hands, like Brother Hagin said, he didn't say to lay your head on them or to put your feet on them. He said lay your hands on them. Say <laughs> we just go with the Bible, amen. Let's just keep it simple. Isn't that right? And he says, they will recover. Didn't say they should. Jesus didn't say, I, sit, I, I wish they would. He didn't say, I hope they will. Um, I've got it figured out that they should. No, he just said they will. Hallelujah. You ought to believe that the power of God, listen to this. You ought to believe that when the power of God is, lay, uh, is, is right here in your hands, and when somebody says, I've got this uh, thing wrong, I, you just, you, you know, you, you ought to have enough faith to say, I'm just going to put my hand on you. I'm going to believe for the power of God to flow into his body in the name of Jesus right there. Isn't that right? 
And so we have to recognize then that, that we are not ordinary, just ordinary mere mortals um, trying to travel along on this planet. We are actually uh, uh, people who are filled with the Spirit, people that are anointed of God. What does that mean? It means that God has seen fit that His send His Spirit and the Holy Spirit joins with us and essentially we become one and flow together in presence and power to touch humanity and make a difference and change the world. That's exactly, that's exactly what God intended. But we live so often far below our real, who we're really, who we really are. We're just not, we, so many times we get busy with natural things and we forget who we are. We forget who's with us. We forget what kind of hands we got. I was in Walmart getting some fruit and some things and I looked up and there's a guy that came that I knew I knew him and he looked a little different. I took another look at him, I greeted him. I said, What is the matter with you? He said, I just came from the doctor and he said, My blood pressure is stroke level. And they're trying to get it under control. And he did not look healthy. And the compassion of God came on me. How dare the devil on my brother? I said, can I pray for you? He said, right there, Walmart, in the food section. Right there by the, you know, the fresh fruit and everything. Right there. I mean, it's closer to the front door, you know, and people coming and going, you know. Everybody's around. And, and I just, I got over into the supernatural. I crossed over into the supernatural. I didn't care whether anybody, I didn't care when anybody saw it. Matter of fact, I, I got so bold that I hoped they would see it. And wonder, okay, and perhaps God would use that to stir them up to look toward him and I laid my hands on him and I rebuked that high blood pressure I spoke to it in the name of Jesus I said I command you to go normal in the name of the Lord Jesus and suddenly when I did uh, when I did that I looked at him and he was all he'd been all he was all had been red and and just looked like he was so exerted himself that just just to keep going and everything he, he was just not looking good Suddenly, the red was gone. Suddenly, the breathing was normal. Suddenly, everything. He could relax. He said, I can tell you that God touched me right now. You know what he did? He went back to his doctor and got his blood pressure tested again. And it was absolutely normal. And I've talked to him three times since then, and every time he looks at me, he says, still normal, still normal, still normal. Amen. Somebody praise the Lord. Not because of me, because of what God does. 
God is so willing to do something for us. So willing to do something for us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Jesus said, you shall receive power after the Holy Spirit has come upon you. And I have to tell you, he's here, and he didn't come empty-handed. He came with power. He came with power. I said, he came with power. He came with power. Paul said, 1 Corinthians chapter 2, verse 4, he said, my speech and my preaching was not with persuasive words of human wisdom, but he said, but in demonstration of the Spirit and of power. In 1 Corinthians 4.20, Paul said this. He said, the kingdom of God is not in word, but in power. In other words, there is the word, but it is full of power. It is accompanied by power. This is not a human word. This is not a, this is not a natural word. It is infused and permeated with the power of God. The power of God is inherent within the Word. Did you know there's enough power in the Word, just in the Word, to heal you? I was in Topeka, Kansas a number of years ago, 1989. No, 1998. 1998, May of 1998, they rolled a man in on a wheelchair, and uh, I found out he'd been there that in that wheelchair several years. And I don't remember what had caused it, but he could no longer function. And so we preached on the power in the Word that day. I remember that sermon. And and so. When it came time for prayer, I said, the power of God's here. Two reasons. One is because we're here. Number two, because the word is here. The word has been spoken. I said, enough power here to heal you, to raise you up. Well, guess who came forward? That man. And I laid my hands on him. Now, listen to me. I'm not doing anything out of the ordinary. I'm just doing what the Bible said. I just laid my hands on him, prayed for him, commanded the healing power to flow through his body, commanded his body to receive that healing power in the name of the Lord Jesus. And when I got done, he looked up at me. I said, sir, I said, the power of God went into you. You can get up whenever you decide to. He looked at me, and the lady wheeled him back to his seat. We went our way, and we came back to the service that night. I had a product table, at, uh, and I'm standing in the foyer in case somebody wants to buy something. And guess who came walking in the door? that man that was in the wheelchair. I looked at him. I said, what happened? He said, I decided to get up. And he's been walking. 
he sat down that afternoon and wrote a poem on the power of God. Yes. Amazing. Just, 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 just praises and inspired poems just rolled out of him. Amazing. Healing power. Amen. Amen. And so, so the Holy Spirit is here. Yes. Hallelujah. Let's stand up. I said he's here. Guess, guess, listen, he's here with his power. He's here to do what you need. He's here to, to answer your prayer. Come on now. Now, don't check out on me just because I quit preaching. Come on now. Come on now. The preaching leads up to, do the, to God doing something. God can, these signs follow. The Lord confirmed the word with signs following. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. In the name of the Lord Jesus. I'm going to ask you to give God a chance with your situation to touch your life, to, 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 to move in your situation, whether it's healing or something else. I'm going to ask you to give God a chance tonight. Give God a chance. Say, I'm going to believe that tonight God will do something for me. Hallelujah. Just while you're in the attitude of prayer, just say that with me. Tonight, I'm giving God a chance to move in my life. In Jesus' name. I believe that he will move in my life. In Jesus' name. R.W. Schambach said, the tent revivalist, he said, he said that, uh, that, the, uh, that Jesus, the same power that Jesus had is what we have. It comes from the same source as what he, where he got his. The Holy Spirit. And he's here. Hallelujah. Brother, Brother Oral Roberts said that he had trouble going out to do his healing ministry years ago when God told him to take healing to his generation. He said, God, if I could just have Jesus with me, if Jesus would be right by my side, I'd have confidence that people would get healed. And God, he, this is his part of what he's written, he said, God asked him, do you know who you have living on the inside? He said, no, I don't. He said, you have the Holy Spirit living on the inside of you and, and, and him living in you is just like having Jesus standing by your side. And he said, what Jesus did on the earth is what the Holy Spirit can do through you. Wow. Changed his whole life and the rest, you know, we know the rest of it now. Hallelujah. Just understanding that. Hallelujah. So let's just praise him and magnify him. And while we're praising God and magnifying the Lord, and just, uh, just, just get our eyes on the Lord. Uh, those of you that need healing in your body, those of you that need something to happen in your situation, some of you need to get free in some areas so that you can move forward. You are, you are 
you just not a- been able to. And, and God wants to help you tonight. And while we're worshiping and praising God, I want you to get out of your seat. I want to ask you, give God a chance. Get out of your seat. Come down to the front. Don't, it doesn't matter what other people think. It doesn't matter what other pe- if other people think you shouldn't. It really doesn't matter. Let me tell you something. Blind Bartimaeus would still be blind if he cared about what other people thought. Come on now. And so tonight is, is, is for you. And so I'm asking you to step out of your seat. Come on down. And we're going to pray for you and let the power of God get into your situation. Just come right here. And come right here. Just line up right here. That will be a great thing to do. There's another lady right there. Just let her in there. Come on. There's more of you that need to come up. You've got situations that you don't know the answer to. You need something supernatural to happen for you. And you come. You come right now. I'm going to pray, and we're going to believe God, and you come while we're praying. Father, we thank you in the name of Jesus right now that you are moving and you're encouraging the believers, and you're, you're helping these people tonight. You are here tonight uh, to help these people, and I thank you that you meet every need, that the anointing of the Holy Spirit is here in the mighty name of Jesus. We thank you now that as they come, they come expecting and come to believe believing that you will do something for them right now in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Praise the Lord. Thank you, Lord. Hallelujah. We praise you, Father. If you don't need to be up here, then, then you support, show support here. You just either keep worshiping and praising God, or you can stretch your hands out and join us in prayer if, if you want to. But we are going to pray for these people in the name of Jesus. Now, what we're going to do, uh, uh, those of you that are up here, listen to me and give you some instructions real quickly. First of all, uh, God is going to use me to pray for you and minister to you. That means you don't have to do that. Okay, you're here to receive. And so how do you do that? With your faith, with your believer, you, you decide when hands are laid on me and when prayer is given for me, I'm going to take my believer and I'm going to grab hold, believing that I have received it in the name of the Lord Jesus. And so we thank God for that. Somebody, somebody say amen. amen. Praise the Lord. And so we are, we are doing this in the name of Jesus. And we're expecting God to do mighty things in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. So um, while you're waiting for hands to come, and that now when hands are laid on you, listen to me, the power of God will go into you. Because my hands are not ordinary hands. And if you were the one laying hands on people, you would know that your hands are not ordinary. You're, you're not just laying some part of your anatomy, human anatomy on, 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 on their head. You know what I'm saying? This is God moving through, using a, a human vessel to touch your life in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. 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 Let's praise the Lord. Come on, lift your hands up. Those of you that are up here, just, just lift your hands up and praise Him and thank Him ahead of time that God is moving, that God is touching your lives, that when hands are laid on you, you're going to release your faith 
to believe that God is working in your life. In Jesus' name, hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. What, how can I, what is wrong? How can I help you? Chronic back pain for about 30 years, about 30 years too long. Yes. Turn and look that way. Father, in the name of Jesus, I thank you that the adjustments by the power of God right now from the top of his spine to the bottom of his spine, in the name of Jesus, every part healed, every part whole, in the name of Jesus. Now turn around here. Turn around and face me. Father, in the name of Jesus, complete that healing. I command every pain, go in the name of the Lord Jesus. I command that back to work. Be strong. Be strong now in the name of Jesus. Now, I want you to, I want you to bend over. Do something that, that would have caused you pain. Huh? Come on. Huh? Come on now. Hallelujah. How you like that? How you like that? That's a lot better, right? That's a lot better. Hallelujah. Now watch this. In the name. Now watch this. In the name. I command that to leave him in the name of Jesus. Now go. In the name of Jesus. Now go ahead and check out and see what the Lord has done right there. How can I help you? And dealing with finance, financial thing. So, I'll pray for you, and then your work is to go back to the Bible and begin to read the promises of His abundance. Will you do that? Yeah, there'll be. Um, we can talk about that afterwards, okay? And and some of the pastoral staff can help you with that too, because that's what you got to do then. But I'm gonna pray that this whole thing, in the name of the Lord Jesus. I thank you that the anointing is upon you, and I command the confusion to go out in the name of Jesus no more, and I declare she is free. I said free in Jesus' name. And I thank you for the peace of God settling on her heart and mind now, and that her confidence is put in you, Lord, that you're making a way. Right now, you you really can't describe it in words what you really totally want to see. But I know this. You want God to make a way in this. And I saw as if the Red Sea split and there's a way. And he can lead you through that. Part of it will be getting into the word and just letting. But right now, you're free. The enemy... The torment of the enemy is gone in Jesus' name. Ma'am, how can I help you? I have two compound fractures in my skull. And I just need Not healed? I mean, how long? Uh, about a month ago. About a month ago. Have the doctor, you gone to the doctors? Yes. And they? No brace, no back surgery, so. Can't do that, huh? Nope. They didn't recommend it, or no. they just said you can't. No. They said it wasn't necessary. Mm-hmm. But in the, but it's been painful. Yes. 
In the name of, I can imagine, in the name of the Lord Jesus, did you know that while we were talking and my hands were laid on you, the healing power was going into your back right now. Every fracture healed, every part whole, in the mighty name of Jesus is going right there in the name. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, right there it is. Now lift your hands up and thank him for it. In the name of Jesus. And then you can go ahead and check and see what the Lord has done. And uh, what can I do for you? My leg. My left leg. Going all the way down. It's very painful. Oh. You ready? Yeah. How long has it been that way? For years. Okay. In the name of Jesus, I declare every part free. In the name of Jesus, and every part inflamed to be healed. In the name of Jesus, and every part adjusted, put in place. I thank you that it's happening now. In the name of Jesus, go ahead and go ahead and do do about like this. Thank you, Lord. When you did that before, were you did that hurt? When you were hurting, were you did that hurt when you did that kind of thing, or when you or when you lifted your leg? Did it hurt then? Or what? When did it hurt? I couldn't tell you. Mm. What? When she walks. All right, well, just go ahead and walk down that aisle and see what the Lord has done. Just go ahead and thank him. Just say praise the Lord as you're walking. What can um, So a couple of things. I've had back issues for over 12 years. Um, I don't sleep for more than three, four hours at a time because of it at night. Um, so that's like something that's been happening for years and years but recently I have no idea I did something to my wrist and I can't even turn like a doorknob without it hurting okay stretch your hand out to me you ready just go ahead and stretch it out to me there it is you ready right now we lay hands on that in the name of the Lord Jesus I command that to be healed every torment gone right now in the mighty name of Jesus total healing in Jesus name right there right there in Jesus name move it around how you like that oh my god it's so crazy now father in the name of the lord jesus we thank you that the back healed in the name of the lord jesus from the top of her spine to the bottom of her of her of her uh, spine we declare healing power working now in the name of jesus now i'm going to I'm going to go to the source of that, okay? Is that all right? I rebuke that spirit of oppression that would bring sickness on you and bring uh, a disease or, or discomfort to you in the name of Jesus. And I declare you free in Jesus' name. Move around. Check that out. How you Move your back around. What can I do for you? My financial issues right now. All right. Lift your hands up. Will you go into the Bible and find promises and, and feed yourself that way? Okay? That's going, that's going to be necessary to keep yourself strong. Okay? But we're going to pray for breakthrough for you in the name of the Lord Jesus. For God, right now, in the name of Jesus. <laughs> Power of God's working in the name of Jesus. You know it, don't you? It's right now in the name of Jesus. There's some other things. 
If I didn't know any better, I'd say there's some other things that he's working on as well. Right now, by the power of God, in Jesus' name, and I declare you're fixing every bit of it in Jesus' name. I don't have any physical thing going on, but uh, God's called me to do some things. It's going to cost a lot of money, and Satan is being attacked in my clients. In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that. I said, I rebuke that in the name of Jesus. I command you loose them in the name of the Lord Jesus. I declare the enemy is bound and will not work there in the name of Jesus. Right there. Right there in the name of Jesus. Now, go, go. Favor. Walk in favor. Favor in the name of Jesus. Declare. Walk in favor in the name of the Lord Jesus. You believe that? Yes. The power of God's on you, and you'll find starting even, what day is this? Wednesday? By next week, you'll see major difference in the name of the Lord Jesus. Thank you, Lord. Somebody praise the Lord in the name of Jesus. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. What, is, what, what can I do? I have um, really several things, but I have harassing, a harassing spirit of addiction. That has, I've been, I feel like it's been hiding, like you were talking about, like, like that other lady. I thought it was gone, but I think it's been hiding. And I had this, these episodes since I was a little kid that makes me go into seizures. I get these sharp pains in my head. In the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for healing power, first of all, flowing into her body right now. And we declare, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we declare her. Free in Jesus' name. And I think that healing power is flowing in your body in Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, you know the devil never tells the truth. He's a liar. And he told you that he's still there. What does that mean? He's lying. He's lying. You're in victory. That means he's been lying to you. He's not there. He's not doing that. In the name of Jesus, see, see, you're free. I am free. In the name of Jesus, he's wanting you to let him in, but you're free, and now let the healing power flow. See what I'm saying? Healing power. Let it flow. I break you up free in the name of Jesus. What can I do for you? Since middle school, I've had a smoke on my knee. I think they call it an Osgood slaughter. And it, sometimes it's real bad. And it hurts. To like it's a lump? Kind of yeah, it's like a lump here. My mm-hmm. other knee don't have it. Uh, and what do you want? I want it gone. You want it gone? All right, lift your hands up. We command that lump on his knee. I command it to go in the name of the Jesus. I command it. I said go in the name of Jesus off his body. From his body, no more in Jesus' name. Bend your knee and check it out. What can I do for you? Uh, celiac disease. C- celiac disease. Mm-hmm. That's what the doctor said in the name of Jesus right now. Healing power flowing right there. Just watch that. Right there's a healing power flowing 
in Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Just go ahead and just let it happen. In the name. In the name of Jesus. What can I do for you? My feet are numb. And the bones are falling out of place. Um, neuropathy. So. Just lift your hands up. Just say this with me. Jesus. Jesus. Just say it again. Jesus. 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 Right there is a healing power flowing. The name of Jesus, spoken in faith, releases the power. In the name of Jesus. Oh, all the way down into your feet. In the name of Jesus, I command the nerves to work, every part to work, that which has been not working, declare it restored in the name of Jesus and declare in the name of Jesus, healing power flowing in Jesus' name. You know that's working, don't you? Yes. You can tell it, yes. can't Yep. Okay, move your feet up and down and see what the Lord has done. I've had a terrible buzzing in my head for 25 years from being hit by lightning. Plus multiple joints all the way down to the growths on my foot that keep coming back. And I speak them away and they come back. Right there. I declare healing power. I declare miracle power working mightily in your body in the name of Jesus, restoring what was taken, stolen in the name of Jesus. And now in the name of Jesus, whew, right there. If you could see in the spirit, ma'am, you'd see a bright light, a light, a shaft of light that's come right down on top of your head. And it's not lightning this time. It's the healing power of God working mightily in you, even now all the way down in the name of Jesus. And I command those lumps to go and never to return in the name of Jesus. Thank you for it. I rebuke that devil that would try to torment and harass no more of that in the name. I declare the lies are stopped in Jesus' name. Thank you, Lord. I declare that buzzing gone, whatever caused that, clearing for her free now in Jesus' name. Check it out. Move your head around a little bit. Mm-hmm. Hallelujah. How you like that? Hmm? How you like that? Hmm? Yeah? Yeah, we'll just keep praising him right now and just thinking. I think it's all gone. Yes, ma'am. You need overhaul. Yes. Ha. Huh. Lift your hands up right there. It comes in the names. Top in the top of your head in the name of Jesus. And I declare the assignment of hell against you is broken in Jesus' name and declare you free. And declare the anointing of God and the healing power of God flowing. Command every part to work like it's supposed to, healed and normal in the name of Jesus. In the name of Jesus. You said diabetes? Did you say diabetes? In the name of Jesus, I rebuke that. You will not come back. You will not work in her in Jesus' name. You'll be uh, declare her body line up, command every part to work. And the next time she goes to the doctor, she, the doctor can tell her, uh, tell a huge difference in Jesus' name. Amen. Now, every day you just thank God as you take that 
whatever you you take, you, every time you take meds or whatever, you just say, thank God I'm healed in Jesus' name. And you do that, and you let the doctors verify all of it. Hey, Kami? Amen. Yeah, lots of family issues going on and financial and my job and causing me anxiety and I can't sleep. I rebuke that anxiety off of you right now. The devil's a liar. In Jesus' name, I said, in the name of Jesus, I declare you free. And I declare peace. Peace within, peace around. In the name of Jesus, right now. Right now, peace in Jesus' name. In the name. Just go ahead and just receive it. In the name of Jesus. Yes, ma'am. I'm about to start my first year teaching, and I've just been struggling with my fears and my anxieties and self-doubt. And it's like the more I try to pray through it, it, it like it's just coming and going, and I'll be confident. Just lift your hands up. In the name of the Lord Jesus, I rebuke that. In the name of Jesus, I command every fear and anxiety. I said, go in the name of Jesus right there. I declare you free. Take a deep breath. You like that? You, you actually you actually look a little different than you did that while ago. Amen. So you welcome. Ha ha. What's mad? Um, for one, I got I got high cholesterol. Ah, in the name of Jesus, you did, didn't you? I did, but I don't. You did. <laughs> Healing power working mightily yeah. in you, in you, in you, in the name of Jesus. Healing power flowing. Yeah, go, go, Claire. Yes, ma'am. How can I help you? Okay. How long? How long you had that? A few years. Mm-hmm. In the name. I refuse to accept my age is the problem. Your what? My age is the problem. Your age? That's all they say. That's all they say. Yeah. The doctors say, but it's not the problem, is it? We know who's hiding behind the age, right? And that would be the devil, right? In the name of Jesus right now, did you know while we were talking, the healing power of God's working in your body? Now go ahead and move your arms around in the name of Jesus. And just begin to thank God. There we go. In the name of Jesus, every part, every part healed. In the name of Jesus, call forth divine order in the name of Jesus. Clear joint pains gone in Jesus' name from now on. Healing power working from the top of your head, soles of your feet. Go ahead and move around. See how you like that. Huh? How you like that? Huh? You like that? No cracking pops anymore. No more Rice Krispies. <laughs> what you need? Is it out right now? No, but it has been. It's a little sore right now, but it's mm-hmm. not the same pain because it, it just, um, I rebuke it. Mm-hmm. It comes back and I do something and I just want it to completely just be gone. Gone. You said gone? Lift your hands up and we say gone in the name of Jesus. Gone. Ha, ha, ha. <laughs> See, it's gone. In the name of Jesus right there. Gone. Now move 
Can you? Was it messed up when you came up here? No. Well, we declare it gone. Yes, Amen. No more. Come, come. Yes, ma'am. You ready? Yep. The name. Right there. Just relax. Take a deep breath and relax. Because God can do this, okay? It's it's not hard for him, all right? <laughs> free in the name of Jesus. I said free in the name of Jesus. Everything line up in the mighty name of Jesus. I declare her healed in the name of Jesus. Right there. Hallelujah. You've been going to the doctor for that? Not yet. <laughs> okay. Well, you ought to get that verified in the natural. Amen. All right. Yes. So you go ahead, but thank God for it. Amen. Amen. Somebody lift their hands up and praise the Lord. Hallelujah. God is a Come on. Somebody praise the Lord. Somebody praise the Lord. Somebody praise the Lord. Because these people are not the same. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Thank you, Lord. We thank God for what he's doing in this day and this hour. In Jesus' name, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Those of you that are watching, we pray for you. If you need healing in your body, if you have a situation, we pray for you right now. In the name of the Lord Jesus, these people in this congregation are praying for you right now. In Jesus' name, I'm stretching my hands towards you. And and if you'll, just as a sign that you're receiving, once you stretch your hands toward whatever you're watching this on. And you believe with us as I pray. Father, in the name of the Lord Jesus, we thank you for healing power. We thank you for miracle power. We thank you for supernatural power working mightily, released into your situation, into your body, into those who need to be free in Jesus' name. And we declare you healed, free, and, and, and free from that from that entanglement in the name of Jesus. Free and able to move forward in, your, in the name of the Lord Jesus. We thank you for it now. We give you the praise, Father. Now, you, wherever you are, just lift one hand up at least. And you can do both if you want and just praise the Lord. And every time you think about it, you ought to praise the Lord and just thank God for what he's done in Jesus' name. And we give praise in Jesus' name. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Well, listen to me, my friends. God is real. His power is real. And he wants you to know that if you're a believer, then you can access that power in the name of Jesus. You can do it. You can also wait for times like this. But why wait? You speak the name. Go back in the Word. Some of you need to reinforce your believing by going back in the Word and reading the appropriate promises over and over again and build your faith, strengthen your faith so that you can remain steady in what God has done for you tonight. I highly recommend that because that's almost always the way that you will remain free 
in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 God bless you. We love you. Uh, We're so proud of all of you, and we thank God for you. You're in our prayers, and uh, pray for us as we go to Brazil. God bless you, Pastor. Thank you so much for letting me be here tonight. Amen. Hallelujah. Well, if you desire to give to this ministry, help with the Brazil outreach, help with the various travels, we have a bucket in the back. Be sure to do it. You can also text to give. Just put guest minister or, um, you know, and we'll make sure that 100% of it gets to them. Amen. And uh, we want to pray for him. Amen. For his journey. How about that? Amen. And uh, so if you'd come up here, we're going to lay hands on him in the name of Jesus. Come, Jesse, come up here. Praise God. Hallelujah. Father, in Jesus' name, just reach your hand out. Father, in Jesus' name, we just thank you for the impartation and impact that he has brought over these last three weeks. And I thank you, Father God, that he's going to go forth into this new assignment, Father God, empowered by the Holy Spirit with a fresh, fresh, fresh anointing of the Spirit to bring to the people of Brazil that will forever change and alter the nation, alter the pastors and leadership, and alter lives, Father God, that will forever change the course of this world. We thank you, Father God, that this message of the Holy Spirit will go forth throughout all Brazil through these meetings right now in the name of Jesus, and there will be profitable and fruitful ministry that will be spoken of throughout eternity over what is done through this man and this beautiful woman's life. In Jesus' name, we pray protection over them. We call every mode of travel into the ministry right now, and we just send forth the ministering spirits to prepare the way, make it fruitful, make it favorable in the name of Jesus. Amen. 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 Hallelujah. We look forward to hearing what God has done. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Well, God is good. Amen. Now, I could use your help tonight because we have a tent that we need to take down. And we can take it down in a very short amount of time if we have plenty of help to do so. So we're going to right after this service, right after our close, if you feel big and strong and you feel like that you want to, you know, the Holy Spirit came on you and strengthened you tonight, we certainly would want you to help. Exert that energy towards something productive. Amen. And so we're going to be taking the tent down. Amen. And we look forward to seeing you Friday night. We're going to have the rescuers for the kids. It's going to be a good time. We had a wonderful time last uh, Friday. And uh, it's just been a real good time. We're going to have more uh, good food, good times, good fellowship. And uh, looking forward to Sunday as we roll this. Now, listen, we're, we're going to continue to move in the Holy Spirit regardless of whether we emphasize it or not. So, but uh, so, you know, don't just quit because, you know, we're quitting here. Amen. But know this, that God is going to continue to move and the Holy Spirit emphasis is going to be. We're going to have a power packed, life changing service on Sunday. Amen. As we wrap up this series, the Holy Spirit experience. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed in Jesus' name.